It's Wednesday, February 15th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. According to senior White House officials, the U.S. has not seen any evidence that the three objects shot down since Friday over the U.S. and Canada were part of China's spy balloon program, though searchers have yet to recover debris from them. The search for the remnants of the objects is hampered by the remoteness of the search area and frigid conditions there, said John Kirby, the National Security Council's coordinator for strategic communications. We don't know of any evidence right now that confirms that they were in fact doing intelligence collection by another government, Mr. Kirby said, but again, we don't have the debris. Mr. Kirby said intense operations were underway to recover debris from the takedowns that occurred over Alaska on Friday, Canada's Yukon Territory on Saturday, and Lake Huron on Sunday. While U.S. officials have said confidently that the balloon shot down over the South Carolina coast earlier this month was a Chinese spy balloon, U.S. officials still don't even know how the three other objects were being propelled, let alone who sent them or what their purpose was. In other news, President Biden is set to name Federal Reserve Vice Chair Lael Brainerd to serve as his economic policy coordinator at a difficult time when the U.S. economy faces headwinds from high inflation, climbing interest rates, and slowing growth. Ms. Brainerd's move to lead Mr. Biden's National Economic Council means the Fed will lose an influential top official who has advocated for a marginally less aggressive approach to raising interest rates than Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. While she has publicly backed Mr. Powell in rapidly raising rates over the past year to fight inflation by slowing the economy, Ms. Brainerd has at times emphasized different considerations in setting policy including the risks of lifting rates more than necessary. At the margins, Ms. Brainerd's Fed exit raises the risk of a recession because it could lead the central bank to raise rates more aggressively this spring, said Derek Tong, an economist at the forecasting firm L.H. Meyer. Around the world, former Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro said he plans to return to Brazil in March to lead the political opposition to leftist President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva and defend himself against accusations he incited attacks by protesters on government buildings last month. The right-wing movement is not dead and will live on, said Mr. Bolsonaro in his first interview since leaving Brazil for Florida late last year after a narrow election loss to Mr. da Silva. He said he would work with backers in Congress and state governments to push what he called pro-business policies and to fight abortion, gun control, and other policies he says run counter to family values. Back in the U.S., U.S. air safety regulators summoned aviation industry officials to a safety meeting in March to address several recent close calls that endangered the lives of passengers and flight crews. A letter sent Tuesday by the agency said the meeting would include commercial aviation leaders and labor representatives. We are experiencing the safest period in aviation history, Billy Nolan, the FAA's acting chief, said in an invitation to the meeting. However, we cannot take this for granted and the recent events remind us that we must not become complacent. The U.S. aviation industry has gone more than a decade without a fatal crash involving a major U.S. passenger airline, but in recent months, there have been a string of incidents, including two near-collisions of airliners at major airports in Texas and New York. 
Mr. Nolan said he has asked the FAA's commercial aviation safety team to mine data and to see if there are additional incidents similar to those that have cropped up in recent weeks. And Nikki Haley, the former South Carolina governor and United Nations ambassador, announced her candidacy for president on Tuesday, becoming the first major challenger to former President Donald Trump for the 2024 Republican nomination. The announcement, delivered in a tweeted video, cited the country's economic troubles and the need for generational change. Haley, who is 51, is the first in a long line of Republicans who are expected to launch 2024 campaigns in the coming months. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.